listeners, it's time out with the Career Center. For today's episode, we will be exploring the retail space with your hosts, me, Devin Henley, Lindsay Krause, and Aaron Wheeler. Our special guest for today is Greg Pear and Ebony Thrower. Greg is the lead campus recruiter and Ebony is the human resource business partner for District 430. Thank you both so much for being on the podcast this afternoon. So we're going to get started with some questions. Great. So the first question is going to be for you, Craig. What is Target and how did the company get started? Well, Target uh, got started back in 1962. Uh, first store was opened up in Roseville, Minnesota. It was uh, an offshoot of Dayton uh, stores and um, continues to blossom. And then back in, I, I want to say 2000, um, the company was doing so well, instead of being called Dayton Hudson Corporation, uh, they switched over to Target Corporation. And today we have about 1,800 stores uh, nationwide, including all 50 states. We just put our last store in the last state we didn't have a store in, which was Vermont. Uh, so pretty exciting. And then we continue to, to grow, which is great. So Target is opening uh, more stores in the coming years. Um, we're focusing on what we call flex format stores, which are smaller format stores going forward in primarily like urban areas, Boston, New York, uh, Baltimore, uh, the city areas. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Greg. So our next question for you is, what is the hiring process for Target? And what are hiring managers looking for in retail employees? Yeah. So when we come to campus, primarily I'm looking for two things. We have um, a store executive internship, which is a summer only program. And we're looking for juniors only. Anybody for next summer, they would be graduating December 2021 or May of 2022. Um, and for seniors, we're looking for store executive leaders, which is another word for an ex assistant store managers. The hiring process is pretty simple. We will post at the store, we'll post at the school. So we post at a handshake, the two positions. Uh, people can apply there or they can meet us at a job fair or they can meet us at an event and then they can send me their resume or apply to a handshake. Um, somehow we'll collect those, we'll evaluate them, and then we set up an uh, interview process. And our interview process is pretty simple. Uh, first interview is done by typically a store director. Uh, and it doesn't mean the store they're going to work at, but they will evaluate them if they feel like they're qualified. For both candidates, they would go uh, to the next level uh, of interviewing. For an executive intern, they would get an interview with a, a district leader. Um, for a store executive team leader, they would have two more interviews after the initial interviews. They would have an interview with another store director plus the district um, senior director. And then a hiring decision is made right after the district senior director makes the uh, interview. They tell me, and then from campus, I would make the offer. That's great. Thank you so much for that information. Um, Ebony, the next question is for you. What is one common myth about the retail industry that you would like to debunk? Yes, I would say um, one being that like you are underpaid and then also that there is no career development especially here at Target, we are consistently um, evaluating our leaders and trying to skill them up for their next level positions or even lateral moves um, to continue our growth in, with the company and also professional and personal growth as well. And then I would say as well as financial, just being able to have that stability, um, whether you are hourly um, leader, team member, or 
an exempt leader, we we definitely continue to promote. And you do have um, bonus opportunities as well as like award programs that we do have um, throughout the year to be able to be a part of just based off of your performance. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that information with us, Ebony. So Greg, this question is, is goes for some of our listeners that have been tuning in through from episode one on. Um, so back in episode one, we discussed soft and transferable skills. So our question for you is, Greg, what is a good fit for Target? And what soft skills do you look for in candidates? And what about transferable skills as well? Yeah, so uh, in terms of what we're looking for is primarily we're looking for leaders. That's the kind of numb number one thing we look for. And what I mean by leaders is, you know, are you an RA? Do you um, take group projects and you take the lead? Are you a supervisor or a leader or somewhere at your part-time job? Uh, but something to do with leadership, that's number one. Number two, you have to have good communication skills. When you come into Target and you're gonna either be an intern or executive team leader, you're gonna be dealing with anywhere from a 16-year-old team member to a 16-year-old guest, to a seven-year-old team member, to a seven-year-old guest. So you have to know how to talk to them. Uh, and communicate. Number three, I think you have to be a team player. Uh, this is not something, you know, that you can just come in and say, that's my work center, that's all I'm dealing with. You have to be comfortable with helping out other people, and then other people have to be comfortable helping out you. It's a whole team game. And then number four, I would say you have to be adaptable. Things that target change all the time, and if you don't like change, you're going to struggle uh, working for target, so I would say. All right, so Ebony, your next question is going to be, can you tell us more about Target's outlook on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and are the company's recruiting efforts supporting a diverse culture? Yes, absolutely. So right now, um, currently, with everything going on, and even before that, um, this has been one of Target's main platforms um, that we definitely stand in in form of being inclusive and being um, as diverse as possible. So just continuing to build that culture and um, that commitment to our team, our guests, and our community through recruiting and also networking and being a outreach to our community as well and just allowing them to not for them to be an essential resource, but also know that there is career opportunities. Um, so just being able to reach out and communicate and try to um, get in front of as many organizations as we can to educate them on um, what Target has to offer. Great, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for giving us all that information. Um, Go ahead, Erin. I know you want to ask Greg yes, more questions. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, Greg, obviously this time in um, the world is quite stressful. Um, so how is Target adapting their recruiting process during COVID-19? Yeah, so we totally went virtual. So even if a school, and there are a few schools that are, you know, uh, having classes, um, we did everything virtually. So in, from the interviewing, from the job fairs, everything is a virtual nature. Uh, nature. We've adapted with, you know, the, the uh, I wish I had bought stock in Zoom because Zoom's big with us. We do all our interviewing through Zoom mostly, but, uh, or we can do it by FaceTime. Uh, but everything is, is a virtual nature. We basically, the great thing about virtual, um, the one thing that's the perk is that I'm doing these events, and one of the events is going to be at Pittsburgh, you know, diversity event on the 28th. Uh, and the great thing about it, I don't have to worry about travel. So I can, Ebony, who lives in Pittsburgh, she was going to come to the event, but she'll be there. Booba, who's the district leader, he's going to be there. But I'm able to pull in uh, Juma Barry, who's our senior vice president of operation, and he's going to be able to 
present to the school and I, I don't have to worry about travel expenses and things of that nature. So it's actually been kind of a win. The other thing we've done as a campus team totally across the country, we've kind of banded together and we've created these uh, events called Target Tuesday, uh, investing in you. And we have basically picked out three topics that we think would be beneficial to students. The first one was in September. We did a presentation on LinkedIn profile. Uh, on October 6th, we're doing a presentation on impressing the recruiter virtually, basically. How do, how do you do that? Making sure you're prepared. And then the last one is going to be in October 27th about um, branding yourself. How, how do you, you know, brand yourself and making sure that you present yourself well? Uh, totally. So, yeah, we have gone to a virtual nature. It's something that I wasn't used to. I was a very much like if we did 100 events on campuses across my area, I would probably go to 50 of them. And now everything's virtual. So I'm almost probably going to more because I don't have to worry about travel. So it's been beneficial. It's um, I, I know it's different for everybody because everything's going to get used to technology. Um, but so far, so good. Thank you so much. And I think that it's really important, you know, you mentioned earlier that one of Target's big things is adaptability and being able to change and live in that environment and to be able to pivot is so important. And also to be able to see that silver lining that within this world, you know, yes, you are able to do more events and do more um, outreach within the community and specifically Pitt. So thank you so much for that. Um, Ebony, this next question is for you, just going back in time a little bit. Um, what was your major in undergrad? What made you choose Target? What made you choose the retail space in general? Yes, I have a dual degree in business management and finance, and um, I went to Hampton University in Virginia, um, Hampton, Virginia. So I chose Target, one, because I wanted to always be a operations leader. So just growing through and growing up, my my grandmother was a district manager. My mother was a district manager. So I knew retail um, in and around retail, right? From always folding clothes to how to stock a shelf, even when I was little. That's great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing that information and um, that it's such a, a lineage within your family as well. That's great. Absolutely. So Ebony, we have another question for you. What is one thing you wish you would have known before you began your career? I would say, um, in retail, right, I think you can get burnt out if you start too early, right? So I started when I was 15 years old. I was a key holder at Wet Seal. I don't know if you guys remember that it was a junior clothing store. I think if I would have had some questions answered, like, hey, stay in school, like, enjoy the experience and get all of the information as such, like we're doing now just by providing these resources of knowing. I wish I would have been able to have that um, rather than being a labor worker through school where, you know, I did feel burnt out getting out of school. Um, so having to find that passion again was where, and I probably wouldn't have jumped from different companies to seek that where I could have probably just came right out of um, like college and then went to Target. That's really interesting. And I do remember Wet Seal. I used to go there all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kind of miss it. I miss yep. their tank tops on sale all the time. Oh, they were the best. No offense, but they are. But Targets are pretty good too. So <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of good brands. We definitely you do. do. You do. <laughs> Every paycheck, Target takes my money. I don't know about <laughs> anybody else. They take my money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We add to the basket very fast. 
Yeah, it's so great when you walk in and you just need one thing and then you come out and you're like, oh, $150 later. What did yeah. I get? <laughs> For me, as soon as I walk in the store, like the little special buys, you get me there and I spend 20 minutes there before oh, you yeah. go anywhere else in the store. Yep. That's our target. That's our That's target. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm currently wrapped up in a Target blanket right now. So, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, thank you guys for supporting us. Oh, not a problem. So, Greg, actually, I have a question for you. What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career in retail, especially at Target? Nice. Um, well, the one thing I would do, what I didn't take advantage of when I first started uh when I first started with Target is the mentorship program. So Target, when you first start, um, basically as an executive team leader, we're coming, I didn't do the internship. So when I um, I was working at somewhere else, got a job as an executive team leader assistant. And you know they kind of sat down with me and gave me advice and I quarterly advice with my store director. And they would always kind of push it like, who are you for? And I didn't take uh, appreciation or didn't take advantage of the mentorship program. Uh, because the mentorship program is really, it's the, the mentee's responsibility. The mentor is not going to reach out. If you want to take advantage of that and you want to meet, I just didn't do that. So that's the one thing I always tell new uh, executive team leaders, take advantage of your mentors. Like find a good mentor. If someone's you know been assigned a mentorship and it's not a good fit and you see someone else, reach out. But that's the one thing I've always wish I did better. And so I give advice about you know reaching out to mentors and utilizing that program. Thank you so much, Greg. Yes, I agree. Mentorship is definitely key, especially from the beginning. If you can start that process early, I think it makes the world of a difference. Yeah, I just, I wish I had, um, I didn't take advantage of it. I didn't understand the process and, and um, even though I was exposed to it and people kept on saying it, you know, on statuses, Greg, who's your mentor? And I'd have a mentor, but I really didn't reach out. I just wish I did. I wish I had more mentorship statuses. But again, that's on me. That's my, my responsibility. So that's why I tell people, um, take advantage of that mentorship program. Definitely important. I, I completely agree. Um, Greg, uh, the next question is for you again. Um, we all hear the phrase work-life balance and how important that is. And definitely within this new um, you know, technical world in Zoom, um, how does your organization promote a work-life balance for its employees? Yeah, so for in the stores, you know, at the, the executive team leader level, which is a salaried position, but it is based on working five, 10 hour days. And when I was in the store, cause I started my career in the store for the first seven years of my career, uh, I kind of enjoyed it because the way it works is I think we're the only retailer that does weekend on weekend off. So you get a weekend off, you get to plan your life and then you know the next weekend you're, you're on. So you can't do anything. But the great thing about it is you can plan like that weekend, I'm off Saturday and Sunday, you know, to my wife and my son and we can do stuff. Um, and then you have a set schedule Monday through Friday. So you know that every Monday, I'm always going to work this time. Every Tuesday, I'm always going to work this time. Every Wednesday was always my day off. So that was my day to go play golf. That was my day to get my hair, car fixed. That was the day to get my hair cut, a doctor's appointment. Uh, Thursday was always the same day. Friday was the uh, same day. So you always knew your schedule. Monday through Friday was a set schedule. And then work weekend on, weekend off. So the one thing you got, I mean, and I'm always transparent with students is, this is not a Monday through Friday corporate office job. It's just not. If that's what you're looking for, then Target Stores is not it. You can certainly apply to Target Headquarters, but you have to move to Minneapolis. Uh, but it's a great company and you want to do that. But the stores is not weekend on, weekend off. We're retail. We're busy on weekends. So, But at least Target gives us weekend on, weekend off, which I think is uh, – um, I'm very appreciative. That's, that's what I did. So. 
Yeah, I think that's great. And just being able to schedule that is the most important thing just it, for mental health, I think as well to just know ahead of time, I have this weekend that I have to work and then I have this weekend that's off. And I think that that's really helpful for that work-life balance. So thank you. Yeah, you can, you can plan your life, which is, which is nice. And you know, so many times when I'm interviewing kids when they're, uh, and they've done retail jobs, it was like, oh no, I didn't get my schedule until you know, the week before and I had to do Sunday. We give our schedules two weeks out so everybody kind of plans if there's some changes, but it's nice. That is really nice that they really give you that, that information ahead of time. That's definitely yep. key for a lot of people. So Ebony, I have another question for you. If you could go back to college to be a college student again, what's one thing you would do differently? Oh man, I probably do so many things differently. I could go on and on for that, but whether it's through a sorority or fraternity or organization, a sport that you belong in, uh, like, you know, a family member, make sure that you have a mentorship to really guide you because um, it's very easy to get off track, especially when you're in um, that time of your life. I think the second thing I would do is really learn what um, the whole entire environment is about, right? The outside world, outside of college, and what it actually takes to be an successful leader um, outside of once you graduate. I think like that is such um, essential. And I'm talking about like, what do you have to do to buy a house? How do you build your credit? You know, those are things that I think like, I wish I would have sat and really learned. And I think, you know, you know, it's unfortunate to say, but just, you know, the generation that we're in, having those people to even talk about those things. So really just take time to really um, hone in and see like what life entails. And um, that, would be, that would be the two biggest things that I would wanna do differently. I completely agree, Ebony. I, I feel like it's the things you don't learn in the classroom. It's all those other things, whether it's job shadowing or just learning from your classmates about other things. And just, yeah, I think that's definitely a really important thing to, to do when you're in school. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Greg, is there anything that you would want to add to that, too, as a college student? What would you have done differently? Oh, yeah, I'm trying. As she was answering, I was thinking, and I'm, I'm kind of go. Um, no, I think I was, I was pretty, um, because when I first came out of high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went to junior college first, and that was what I did, because I went, got my associate's degree. It was so much cheaper. Back then, it was probably a thousand bucks. didn't owe any money. So that was the best thing I did, and I pat myself on the back for that. I, I really, um, I wish I took advantage of the career services more, because basically the way I got my first job was I didn't go to the job fair because I was working myself, didn't think about it. And um, I literally saw a newspaper that had the companies that came and I sent my resume. But I wish I had dealt with career services more often. I don't know if I ever stepped in career services at my, uh, when I got to my final college. Um, I just lucky I got a job, but I wish I had seen other opportunities that would have um, helped me. I mean, yeah, I think for me too, I didn't utilize um, career services either until my junior year of college. And that's when I got a job to be their student assistant and their front desk worker. So I spent my last two years at the University of Pittsburgh Johnstown campus being the basically the main person students and staff would see when they walked into our career center in Johnstown's campus. And the one thing too I have to say is study abroad. Ooh. Definitely study abroad if you financially can. I know right now with COVID that is on halt. 
no one can go anywhere except within the U.S. Um, but if it opens up, definitely do it. That's one regret I had. Well, I will tell you, I'm going to date myself. I don't know if that was available when I went to college. I would tell you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. I don't even remember that. <laughs> you guys take advantage. Take advantage now. Look look yes. at the opportunities you have. Be thankful. No, you're right. <laughs> no, I've I've sat down and talked to my son about like I mean I know we can't go, we can't go next semester, but that that's what I did tell him. Like I didn't get to do it. So, you know, think about it if you want to explore. Go explore another part of the country, another part of the world. So Yeah. So um Greg and Ebony, where can our listeners connect with you at? Are they able to connect with you LinkedIn? Yep. No. Perfect. Yeah, I would say there's three ways. Basically, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Greg, you know, Greg Pair, uh, Target uh, lead recruiter. Uh, you can go to target.com backslash careers and apply for a job. Um, you can email me directly. You know, if you want to email me your resume, you can go tar- uh, greg.pare at target.com and email your resume. Uh, and if you want to work somewhere else, because I know Pittsburgh you know, gets kids from all over. Um, I, I handle Pittsburgh and I handle upstate New York, but I also can get resumes in the hands of all my campus recruiters across the country. So if you're from Philadelphia, if you're from, you know, somewhere else, I can get your resume in that hand. So if you're interested in Target, uh, feel free. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want the so- freshman and sophomore to say, oh, I can't do anything. You know, feel free to reach out and we can chat and I can send you a video about the internship. I'd be glad to. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, Definitely students, make sure you're networking and take advantage of the opportunities to grow your network as well. So I just wanted to thank you, um, Greg and Ebony, for letting us get the inside scoop on Target's recruiting strategies in the retail space. Please feel free to join us on October 28th for Target's Diversity and Inclusion Networking event that will be held at 7 o'clock p.m. Information for the event can be found on Handshake. A special thank you to all of our Career Center partners as well, Aldi, Bear, Precision, Casparts, Corp, Williams, Eaton, and Northbrook Southern for making this podcast happen. As always, take a time out with the Career Center and hail the pit.